Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We love connecting with our people face-to-face, and a good case in point was when we took the show on the road during our Hope for Kids campaign a couple of weeks ago to benefit foster kids and their families, and one of the locations was Calvary Chapel in Pinellas Park. That is where we connected with Dave Schaefer. That's right, and he really, literally caffeinated us. (laughs) <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got a coffee shop at Clearwater Beach. It's called Blessed Cup, and then he has the coffee truck, and uh, he brought the truck out there. But there's an amazing God story behind all of this, and you know how much we like these stories, so we invited him to be with us in the studio. David Schaefer walked into the studio, oh, from Blessed Cup. Whoa, man, we're going to be talking about God and coffee, I think. <laughs> I would like to drink a cup of coffee Yes, coffee is the thing I'd like to drink Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee If you talk to me, then in response I'll see Coffee, 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 coffee if I even think of it, I must have a drink of it. Coffee, coffee, coffee is supply. I had to play that for you, Dave. Hope you like that. I appreciate it, Dave. <laughs> that is so amazing. I, I think that's my new theme song. There you go. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> you can actually blast it out of the speakers in your uh, your truck, your mobile unit there, and you can just, yeah, when you pull up, and just crank it up there. And then uh, you'd never have another job again. They'd never let you park there ever again. Never have another job again? Never have Job again. again. Oh. <laughs> that was good. It just flows out of me. That's good. That's great. I love that. Wait a minute. Where's the rim shot? That was late on that. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Who took my rim shot? Producer Mark? I've had it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, thanks for giving it back to me. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for coming in. We met you at uh, Calvary Chapel, Pinellas yep. Park, uh-huh. when you were out there with your truck uh, during our Hope for Kids campaign. That was one of the highlights. I mean, there are a lot of highlights of uh, being able that, to meet yeah. folks who showed up, but that was an unexpected blessing. So we were chatting, and we invited you to be here on the show. Blessed Cup, how did this begin? Well, I was in healthcare and uh, <clears throat> get to see a lot of data when you're in healthcare, at least on the corporate side. And I had noticed that uh, things weren't going great, you know. And I think most of us as Christians know there's been a real change in our environment the last few years. You know, things mm-hmm. are getting, you know, seem ugly or bad, you know. Uh, and especially what I'd seen is a real increase in suicides. So I was kind of like drawn to that. One thing led to another, and I, I was looking at the data, and I realized, gosh, you know, all these bad things happening to people, especially young people, and um, they weren't going to church. They weren't finding Christ. And so I thought, well, you can see that spiritual battle going on there. And so as the curves are going up with the unfortunate things and they're going down with faith and getting to church, I thought, how can I do something? I guess you could say I felt called. Um, 
It was more like this nagging thing I couldn't get rid of. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Sometimes like a, it's a call. You, you know what? That's the nudge of the Holy Spirit. He will nudge you, yeah. and then he will drag you. <laughs> yeah, and, and I like to say that he hits me in the back of the head with a two-by-four sometimes because I could be hard-headed. But, yeah. you know, I thought, how do we get to folks that are non-believers? How do we reach them? Because um, there's, you know, obviously lots of wonderful churches and ministries out there. Um, but I was looking for something I could do to kind of help people with that first step, even just be aware that there's a spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, well, what environment are young folks comfortable with? You know, where can you have that first conversation? And obviously, like your song, you know, having a conversation over a cup of coffee is kind of a, a nice way to do it. So I thought, well, why not do a coffee shop, a Christian coffee shop? And uh, at the time, this was, gosh, almost six, seven years ago, I thought, well, someone's got to figure this out, right? So I went and visited every coffee shop and Christian coffee, supposedly Christian coffee shop I could find. And I was um, kind of distressed because even church-owned coffee shops really kind of were kind of afraid to put the word out there. And mm. um, It's kind of like Jesus in the closet, maybe, a little bit. Yeah. It's not out front. Yeah. Yeah. Many many of the owners would say, hey, we have people in, we want to witness to them, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you'd go in the shop and there wouldn't be a word of anything anywhere. So I really did a lot of research and figured out, well, we want to invite people. We want to find that transitional place, the, the feel-good spot for them. Um, but we don't want to be ashamed of, you know, ourselves or not put it out there. So, you know, we kind of branded Blessed Cup as that kind of place. So we want to be very loving and welcoming to our customers. We want to kind of plant some seeds. And hopefully, you know, for those that come in, they'll eventually start thinking, having those conversations and um, end up with the types of folks, you know, listening to Moody Radio, the kinds of things they should be doing to, to, to build their spiritual walk. Well, this is so yeah. good, and and your shop is located right there, Clearwater Beach. Clearwater Beach, yeah. Perfect location for yep. you. So a lot of vacationers come in, um, and, you know, it's interesting. You get a mix. You get people that come in and say, is this a Christian coffee shop, you know, and they're kind of tentative, <laughs> and they could be believers or non-believers. Um, but it's hard to miss. You know, we have, like, on the menu, you can order a prayer. Yeah, Which is and on your website, I love this. You can, uh, you know, click on prayer request and mm -hmm. put in your prayer request. Yep. Uh, probably the most um, effective thing we've done is we have a prayer board, and people come in, and they might not have the courage to ask for prayer, but they'll fill out a little form. We have these little forms, and they stick it on the prayer board. And on the prayer board, you will see just dozens of prayers from that day or that week, and it will be everything from you know, obviously health and right. sickness and to families, new marriages, struggles. Um, you guys, I know, talk about that every day on the radio. But um, what's really transformative is you'll have people come in, they'll order coffee. They're kind of waiting, wandering around. They turn and they see that prayer board and you can just see the Holy Spirit pulling them in. Mm. And they'll read a prayer and there's just something very intimate about someone's prayer that even for non-believers, you can see that effect, and they just get pulled in, and they read more. That's amazing. This That's is wonderful. amazing stuff. You know, yeah. and, and this story is, it's great on many levels, right? But I, we often talk about the fact that most of us are not called to full-time vocational ministry. We're not all called to be pastors. So what does that look like for me to be an, an ambassador for Jesus in the quote-unquote secular world. 
in the workaday world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you here is because I think what what your story illustrates is we can do this. And what I love is you're doing it with Jesus up front, not hitting people upside the head with this, with a Bible or two by four. But <laughs> what you what you end up doing is it's there. It's available. It's not like, okay, well, I'm just a nice guy and I've got this really nice coffee shop on the beach. It's not like that. It's like, let me tell you more about my Savior and it's it's obvious it's not not hidden. All right, so uh, you're gonna play the coffee song then uh, in in blessed cup, you know. <laughs> coffee, just coffee, when, coffee. when when the door opens, it triggers it, and everybody's like coffee, coffee, coffee. It's a, well, no, you want customers to stay. You don't want to repel them. You want them to like but, you. And it's interesting you mentioned music because you know everyone thinks about going to a coffee shop, hanging out, and hearing music. And normally you would hear, you know, like. The guitars or the slow stuff and you're kind of like oh it's very kind of kitschy music and we have a blend you know we want to work in songs of faith but um also songs that kind of surprise you so the coffee song might make it it might, oh. it might just it's kind of eclectic <laughs> is what you're cool. saying okay we have amazing grace then the coffee song you know it's just all over the map right, right. <laughs> so you're having your coffee and you're just thinking <laughs> there you go Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. You're calling for this, though. I, I don't want to rush past this. Did you wrestle with God regarding this? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I probably spent about three years trying to find someone else doing what I'm doing. So I could go in and say, that's amazing. I love you. Can I help you? Can I cheer yeah. you on? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like finding a great church or a pastor where you become part of a community and you want to support that. Um, but when you go out and you can't find it, you can't find someone working on what you think is a big need. That's where you just start feeling this almost a nagging, can't, you know, wake up at night, just keeps bugging you, and uh, you try to put it aside, focus on other things, and it keeps coming back and reminding you that there's this need. There's a there's a hole. There's a yeah. there's an element of risk with any new business, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, you have a great location, but you had how did you end up in Clearwater Beach? Well, actually, it's interesting. You know, people always talk about you know God being in your plans. I think uh, the challenges have definitely been there. I I looked for. A place for the coffee shop for almost a year and a half and made offers on several facilities out in the community where it'd be highly accessible. And uh, all those ended up getting closed off to me. Uh, one got turned into a pizza chain, <laughs> one got turned into a uh, marijuana dispensary. So, you know, talk about feeling discouraged. So yeah. finally, I decided the best thing to do was buy an existing business and put, you know, rebranded as Bless Cup. And um, I was just about to make an offer on a place down all the way in Sarasota, and my wife, you know, we live up in Clearwater Beach, and she's yeah. like, I'll never see you. Yeah. <laughs> just one of those few yes. times yeah. she's telling you she wants to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got I it. I thought if I'm out of the house, she'd be happy. But um, And then the, the next Monday, um, a spot opened on the beach and just near us a couple miles, so so we followed that. Um, but you were, we were talking on break here. We opened... Basically, a month or two before COVID. Perfect timing, right? <laughs> yeah. And so... How did that work then? I mean, you talk about the risk factor, and then we go into the COVID lockdowns. Yeah. And, you know, COVID had 
just a huge effect. If you look in the area a couple blocks from us, we had probably 20 different businesses close over COVID mm -hmm. restaurants. And uh, we kept plugging. I mean, partly because it, you know, it really wasn't about completely about profit is trying to reach people. So um, we had several weeks where the doors were shut and we used that to remodel. Um, and then when we opened, it was just very slow. I've got a graph that of our sales that would look kind of like the economy. And so well, there was the first shutdown, then there was the big second shutdown, then there's yeah. a travel ban. And you could see that all in our yeah. sales. Mm -hmm. But God carried you through those difficult those difficult moments. And we were talking about this earlier on the show. Uh, you know, in Isaiah, it's, it, it, it basically says, it doesn't say, if you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When? Mm -hmm. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. That's the deal with our God, isn't it? He doesn't deliver us always, but he always walks with us right alongside of us through this stuff. And that is our confidence, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> we could spend our whole hour talking about challenges and getting through them. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to claim that I went through challenges and now I'm a blazing success. It's, I'm not ready to write that book yet, but <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that's still, still in process, to right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think part of it is, you know, if you keep the right target in mind, if you're really focused on reaching people, um, then even when these challenges coming up, like we lost our, the parking lot next to us got sold, all these different things happen. You try to pray and think about it and ask for guidance and do different things. That's how we came up with a coffee truck. We thought, um, you know, if we're having trouble reaching our local community, which, you know, we had a lot of strong ties to because they don't come to the beach. Right. We could come to them with a coffee truck. That yeah. is genius. And by that the way, is. we have some photos that we took when uh, we yeah. connected with you. Yeah. Uh, Pinellas Park at Calvary Chapel. And I just noticed uh, producer Mark has... Uh, has posted these on our Facebook page. Wow, Kate, you look really good there. And, and look at, you're wearing your sweatshirt. Yes, I'm cold. Yes. Um, which is one of your favorites. 24-7. Yeah. All right. So we have, oh, there's a silly one, too, where we're all acting silly, which is, and there, okay, there's the coffee truck. We're in front of the coffee truck. You guys have to check this out. Curtin K Mornings on the Facebook page. When did you uh, come up with the idea for the truck itself then? Gosh, I don't know exactly when it hit me, but, you know, I thought, you know, a lot of economics have changed. You know, brick and mortar is expensive, and yes. uh, other things have changed too, like even the cost of eggs. But um, the coffee trick was just an idea and a way to to cut down on total investment and get out there and reach people. And uh, the wonderful thing is then a lot of the community partners we have, some of the churches we work with, and some of the different organizations are booking us for events as well as the big public events. We just went down to huge. Um, uh, girls lacrosse tournament in uh, Bradenton at the IMG Academy, and they had ten thousand kids out there. Hmm. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Crazy! Yeah. All all lining up to get smoothies and coffee drinks and just <laughs> delighted. And, you know, da, 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 da. That's yeah. great. It's a good so day. So anytime a, a church or a school is having a big thing, they can get in touch with you and you go. Yeah, we oh. did a uh, sunrise service up at Crystal Beach um, with that church and. That was just a wonderful blessing, you know, serving coffee and donuts to people that are, you know, getting up early to, to hear about Jesus. It was, yeah. that was fun. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Being in Clearwater, um, what about the Scientology thing? Have you, do you have people who frequent your coffee shop who maybe have embraced Scientology? 
uh, oh, more than that, I was mentioning to Kate at break, uh, we have a, a business right next door that's a hair salon, and uh, they're, you know, the owners are Scientologists, but um, we have a wonderful relationship with them. They're wonderful people. When we're practicing uh, how to make lattes, we send them over to those guys. They come in all the time. Um, and, you know, my neighbors are a mixture, and there's a lot of Scientologists. Um, it's one of those things that's kind of hard to grapple. You know, you meet them. They're wonderful people. Um you know, and then you find out they're involved with the church, and you're mm -hmm. like, "Gosh, you know, how did you end up there?" Yeah. Um, and and I was mentioning at break Scientology. Now their new marketing is that they are very welcoming to Christians. So, um, oh, they're, yeah, they're trying gotcha. to re recast themselves as a a kinder, general, you know, gentler, nicer Christian organization. Artist. Yeah. So how do you have a conversation with somebody who comes into your coffee shop, maybe? And maybe you have an example or a story of somebody who embraces Scientology and you had this conversation. I mean, it's as the Lord leads, right? Well, I, and I think it's like, you know, all of us have these conversations every day. It, to me, it starts with just creating a, a friendship. I mean, if you generally, if you're following his instructions, right, love them. Right. No matter where they are, love them. And if you truly love these folks, then you're going to reach out to them and become their friends. And it's not, it's not deceptive. It's not in order to hit an agenda. It's not to you know push a Bible in front of them. But you know they should know from who you are and your witness. And then at some point, you know there's gonna you'll feel the Holy Spirit nudge you. There's an opportunity. Sometimes for me, it's as simple as saying, "Oh yeah, I have a coffee shop. It's called Blessed." cup and you can see they go hmm and i'll just jump right in and say yeah it's a christian coffee shop and and you can see different responses but in general um and this is something we figure out with the younger generation especially they're not adverse at all to you saying you're a christian or you have these beliefs if you're just open and honest up front and if they don't feel like you're pushing some belief system on them like you've got to believe this or you got to you know agree with me yeah. But if you are transparent about who you are and where you are, they'll start asking because they want to know. Yeah. I, I remember years ago, somebody did some research, whatever, and said that they felt that there are like eight witnesses before someone comes to the Lord. There are eight opportunities that people into people's lives. And sometimes you, you are the first person and you just say, Jesus is good, you know, and, mm -hmm. and they and then they might wander some more and God will send somebody else. Sometimes there's a lot of different steps and you don't know who you are. You are not necessarily the one to bring them into the church, but you are the one to clear the path from all the crazy in the world to say, you know, this is a good, safe place to go. Yeah. And they're, you know, and someday they might not feel safe where they are, but they'll know they can be safe with you and right. come to you. Mm, yeah, that's good. Well, what can I say, Dave? Thank you so much for taking the time to to come here and spend some time with us on the tail end here before we cut you loose and let you go. Um, what would you like to say to the person who is listening here today? Uh, who was driving to work and they're like, man, I'll tell you what, I, I, I really want to be a light in a dark place. I don't really, I feel lost and definitely I'm a minority where I work. And I yeah. feel like it, there's spiritual warfare going on here big time. And it's kind of making me weary from the inside out. But I want to represent Jesus well. 
I want you to address that person, and then the other person is someone who's listening by God's providence this morning, who is thinking about doing something similar, going into business, using it as a tool to uh, tell people about Jesus. What would you say to each one of those folks? Wow. So I I would say to their first question that, um, you know, what holds us back is fear. We're afraid. We're afraid we're going to be judged or, you know, whatever. I mean, I I probably lost a few jobs over this kind of stuff. But um, that fear, we know where it comes from. And it's it's not from God. It's not from Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we have uh, we're developing some cups that have scriptures on them. And one of the ones that I just absolutely love is it's just a short phrase: "Do not be afraid." And it shows up in the Bible hundreds of times. You know, the one somebody counted these up, and I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, you're you're right. It shows up a lot of times, mm-hmm. but they say it's 365 times at least. Yeah. And it, that it depends on how, if you do the exact words, it's like 132. If you do things like, don't fear of this or that, I, you're exactly right. And so when you read through the scriptures, you realize this is a recurring theme. You know, he's he's giving us his word to encourage us to say, don't be afraid, because he's with us. And when you're in that situation where you feel in the tug and you want to talk to someone or you want to witness or you, you know, it's that fear that holds us back. But if you realize that that fear is not you and it's not God, and you just take that little step, mm-hmm. I always think about you know as a kid sticking your toe in the pool. Yeah, you know, just sticking your toe into the yeah. water. Yes, you know, and the first step could be just how's your day, or yeah. you know, it's funny. Blessed cup actually is there's a lot to that word because within the business community, blessed is a code word. So if you are in a corporate environment that says no religion, nothing, you know, you is can't it a talk. red flag word? No, it's 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 the word that says I'm a believer. And so you walk into someone's cube and you see a little picture on their desk and it says I'm blessed. You know, they're a Christian, and then you can talk. So it's a way oh, for believers. Wow, it's right. kind of like the ichthus, the little fish sign. Yeah, and in and the for instance, days. with the young people, a few years ago, this whole at idea of blessed, you know, like hashtag blessed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. What got taken in a secular way to say, you know, hey, you're lucky. Yeah. So it's a word that crosses through a lot of barriers. And that's interesting. If you get an email from someone <laughs> and they say, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if at the end they say, have a blessed day, you know. And if you do that with folks that are, you know, you're trying to reach, there's things you could do to plant seeds to invite them. Because if you say to someone who's a colleague you've been working with, you say, hey, have a blessed day or, you know, or, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to church this Sunday or whatever, you don't have to be pushy. You just, right. it's an invite. But it should right. be arising out of who you are. It yeah, shouldn't right. be calculated. Yeah. It shouldn't, I mean, exactly. we should be ready to tell people the reason for the hope right. that we have. Yes. But we don't want to overthink it. You know, we want it to be the natural overflow of our lives. Okay. And then the second person who is feeling like, uh, you know, the Lord right. is leading them to to reach out and maybe do something similar to what you're doing. And, and I would have a similar answer. Uh, don't be afraid. But also, there's a lot of things you can do before you take the plunge. So, you know, I ended up resigning from my corporate position that was a very high level position and taking the plunge into doing Bless Cup. 
Um, but there's a lot of things you can do. Let's say you're interested in doing a Christian coffee shop. You can go to a regular coffee shop, sit down, have a cup of coffee, and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in you know some other kind of business, you could find a business that's doing that kind of work and you know witness and live your you know spiritual life through that to see how that will fit or work. Um, and then the other thing I'd say is there's so many opportunities, there's so many wonderful Christian ministries, especially in our area, that are just dying for volunteers. Mm-hmm. And you'd be stunned. Yes. Um, I was just at a board meeting last night. I work with a, a group called CCO. It's a Christian organization that supports food pantries in Pinellas County. Great. And um, gosh, we could really use help with accounting. See, God has gifted us individually. So same Savior, yeah. we work by the same Spirit, but we all have a different function. Dave, thanks for being with us today. Wow, we're glad that you're one of our new best friends. I, I really appreciate being here, and uh, thank you so much, especially in the holiday season. Um, I think I mentioned we're going to have the truck out at uh, the Largo Holiday Lights. Uh, oh, yes. Tomorrow yeah. night. Oh, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night, night. Saturday. Okay, where's that at? Location? That's uh, the Largo, Largo Park. Central Park. They light it up with the holiday lights, and lots of families mm-hmm. come out. Yeah. So, Oh, you have um, to come out and say hi to Dave. You're going to yeah. be out there with the truck? Yeah, be out there tomorrow night and Saturday night. <laughs> Dave, thanks for being with us. Blessings, my friend. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Thank oh, That was so yeah. great. Thanks for listening to Kurt and Kate Morning's podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.